0: The Elevate Yourself podcast is brought to you in partnership with Athletic Brewing. Athletic Brewing is beer that is brewed without compromise. It tastes just like the hard stuff, except you don't get any of the baggage. So no hangover, less calories, less sugar, super yummy, and you can drink it any time of day. Encourage you to check them out at athleticbrewing.com and use code ELEVATE30. That's right, code ELEVATE30. At checkout for 30% off your first order. Do it. Hey now, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself Podcast. I'm Rob, and I am thrilled to get to be the host of this show. I feel super lucky. I work for this awesome company called Elevation Health. And in each episode of this show, I get to have a conversation with folks from all different walks of life about how they elevate themselves. It's my hope that these conversations will make you think, force you to change your best, and as a result, help you get a little bit closer to becoming the best version of you. Brad, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Happy, happy to join, happy to do it. So tell folks just a little bit about your background, your education, your training. How did you end up doing what you're doing today?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm married. You know, we have two children, both boys, uh, ages six and two. Uh, We live in Georgia in the metro Atlanta area, but it all got started in Kentucky. Uh, I was born and raised in the Bluegrass State in a city called Owensboro. Uh, I went to school at Western Kentucky University. Uh, I earned a bachelor's degree in accounting. From there, Uh, I worked in public accounting for a few years after graduating college, and then soon after uh, I obtained my CPA's license, I decided that I did not want to prepare tax returns or audit financial statements or any of that for the next 40 years. So long story short, I left the accounting field and landed in personal financial uh, services field. A little more than a decade ago, Um, you know, during my, I guess, career as a personal financial services uh, provider, I've been pretty fortunate to have worked for some great companies such as Goldman Sachs and Fidelity Investments. Um, They provided tremendous training and opportunities to help get me uh, to where I am today. Uh, I'm a certified financial planner in addition to holding an active CPA license. Uh, And today I work for a registered investment advisor called Mercer Advisors. Uh, We manage north of $40 billion. And I personally have north of 150 clients with over 200 million of assets under management. And my role is really to provide investment management, financial planning, Uh, and financial advice
0: know that you are a trusted uh individual for them and to uh guide them um i want to just back up because i there's there's some things in your past that i know about you and i know you kind of hit on it in terms of your training and um the companies that you work for but you're a you are what I, i would consider a grinder Um, In the best sense of the word, you're, you're constantly pushing yourself. You're, you're really always trying to elevate yourself. And I'm, I'm just kind of curious, where does that come from?
1: You know, I think it really all comes from my childhood. Um, You know, I played a lot of sports when I was young. Uh, Everything around me seemed very competitive. Uh, And I hated to lose at anything. Uh, Whether it was, you know, a competition on who could read the most books in the class or, you know, who could win whatever game we were playing. It didn't matter. I just really was always wanting to win and and trying to do whatever I could to avoid losing. Uh, And I started to figure out that although I had some talent, I was not the most talented. Uh, So in order for me to get the desired results, I had to grind more than the next person and spend more time on the small details to try to to uh, I guess, create a competitive
0: advantage or competitive edge. That's yeah. That's uh, there's there's power in the consistency, isn't there? Um, Absolutely. To, to find your edge. Um, do you have a general? Just when we talk about financial wellness, I feel like that word gets thrown around in the same way, like health and wellness gets thrown around. But just in terms of financial wellness, what would you say is Um, Kind of a a general principle um, for someone to achieve financial wellness.
1: Yeah, you're right. People think about financial wellness in different ways. And and for me, I think it's important uh, that you have a a financial plan that prepares you for uh, the things that you really want to accomplish in life, but also prepares you for unexpected things that you may encounter along your journey. You know, things rarely go exactly according to plan. Uh, so making sure that, you know, you're planning for the unexpected, uh, will help you adapt your plan and implement, you know, what I call course corrections along the way.
0: Do you have, um, and kind of for those unexpected things, um, uh, I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, that, uh, things you've been up and down the last two years and there's lots of lots of different schools of thoughts you could read any blog out there but just what are your kind of low hanging fruit action items if a person's trying to just improve their overall financial wellness like what are some just easy things um, aside from calling you and becoming a client of yours um, how would some <laughs> what are some things that you would say do this right now if you're not doing it maybe like three things
1: Yeah, uh, I would say, uh, you know, have an emergency fund and make sure that emergency fund, you know, is in cash. And and generally speaking, an amount equal to about three months worth of expenses uh, generally should be enough. Uh, And and once you have that emergency fund, save additional money and kind of a diversified investment fund with the lowest fee, uh, such as an S&P 500 index fund. Um, I'd also say, you know, make sure you have a budget you know, and and review it a couple times a year. Everyone knows what a budget is, but most people just don't do it. I won't ask you, Rob, do you do one? Uh, (laughs) But uh, most people just don't do it. And, you know, if you don't, and you don't have to really be smart to have a budget, you know, you just have to put in the effort. uh, And budgeting allows you to identify, you know, if there are any expenses that you have been meaning to cut out, but forgot to such as streaming subscri- subscriptions, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, pay off your debt, especially starting with uh, high interest debt first, would be another thing that I'd mention. Something else that's very easy that I have done in my life is increase your savings to your employer retirement plan or any other savings account by just 1% each year because you won't even notice it. And over time, you know, that will make a difference.
0: Those are some great, great items. and you I, I guess I want to try to tie two of those back to health and wellness. The, 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 the budget thing I think you mentioned so well, it's like you'll go, where's my money going? you know I don't, I don't you know I don't make enough but if you and it's the same thing I think um, if I can tie it to nutrition, um, most of the time when people go, you know, I'm just eating this, but I'm not losing weight. Um, sit down, write down everything that you're eating, measure it out for a week. And then tell Mm -hmm. me that you don't have a Netflix subscription or something in there that you didn't realize that you were, you know, consuming, paying for uh, either way, right? Um, Absolutely. It's, it's, there's a, there's something about holding yourself accountable and actually looking at where your money's going or where your food is going. Um, And the other thing that you mentioned, which I think is great. And it's something I try to stress to folks is that idea of just 1% and that the consistency compounds. And um, a lot of times people, whether it's health, wellness, exercise, weight loss, whatever, they go, I, I did this for two weeks and I didn't lose any weight or my body didn't change. It's like, you no, know, show up and do that every single day, just a little bit. And we know that that little bit over time is gonna reap huge benefits. I couldn't um, agree so- more.
1: Couldn't agree more. And it's about you know monitoring that progress. And like you said, hold yourself accountable. Uh, you're not going to be perfect, but it gives you a chance to, you know, make adjustments if needed. And then just, you know, rinse and repeat. I mean, you use the word discipline earlier or consistency. And, you know, those are the real keys, you know, to me, it's just doing it every day. Uh, It it gets boring at times, but that consistency is really uh, what makes the difference and, and really what can separate you from someone else.
0: Awesome. 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 Do you? We talked about things that you learned from sports. Is are there other like a, a life lesson you've learned from the work that you do in, in finance and working with people?
1: Uh, I would actually say uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable, oh my uh, and it's you know talking to people about money creates a lot of uncomfortable situations for both parties. Mm-hmm. Um, And the more I think I focus on things that, you know, I can control, the the more comfortable I feel. Uh, But yeah, really, I I think that's it. Just get comfortable being uncomfortable because life uh, and especially, you know, financial services field throws a lot of things at you that uh, can really make you feel uncomfortable.
0: That's a great, uh, that's something I had not thought about. It's one of my favorite quote of mine. I say that a lot, like marathon training. Um, and exercise. Uh, but this idea that if you address the fear, then you don't give it the same power. So um, you're right. talking about money is, is a generally uncomfortable thing. Um, the same thing can be true about nutrition or exercise or you know these things are not things that everybody wants to talk about it makes people uncomfortable. But perhaps the more you talk about it with people, um, the, the less scary it becomes.
1: Absolutely, just you you, you kind of go at it head on, and what you start to find is um, it it's it's not as your fear is not as fearful as you may have thought, uh, but if you you know you run away from it or you try to avoid it, it tends to haunt you a whole lot
0: more. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to move over to a couple rapid fire questions here um we'll just just we'll just we're just gonna fire away shooting from the hip here we go what's one thing you do every single day that elevates you
1: uh exercise in the morning and and eat breakfast that's really it and just do it
0: consistently I mean I guess
1: I won't say every day exercise about uh four to five days a week but I do eat breakfast every day
0: I was going to ask you. This was uh, off that end. You've always been an exerciser. I mean, I, I can remember that from when you were in your twenties. Like, you've always been very disciplined about it. What do mm-hmm. you What do you do um, like today? Like, what is it? Like, what does that look like for you with two kids, um, your wife? You've got this job. You've got all these people that are counting on you. Like, what What is the kind of like during the week? What What are you able to get in and what works for you right now?
1: Yeah. Uh, things have changed a little bit. I used to work out, uh, in the evenings. Uh, I've been working out, uh, and exercising in the mornings for probably, uh, probably the last eight years. Uh, I've been doing it in the mornings and I get up about five 15 in the morning. Uh, oh, my, my two year old is getting up about the same time. Uh, six year old is still sleeping in a little bit, but, uh, on monday wednesday friday i actually go to the gym uh and it's about a 45 minute workout very efficient uh, i'm not talking to people in there i'm getting in i'm getting my work done i'm getting out and then on tuesdays and thursdays my wife goes to the gym and i uh work out from home uh and try to watch that two-year-old uh while i'm working out uh, so yeah that's that's pretty much it and you know, it's not I mean, I like working out, but uh, I actually love the feeling after working out. That's kind of what drives
0: me uh, the most. It, that's what all of that was awesome. I love everything about the way you got that, how you have it scheduled with your wife and the routine and that routine. So important for everyone, uh, especially with kids, I can imagine. Um, but what you said about the feeling afterwards, I think that's the powerful thing. And then I, I have a hunch you you may agree that that good feeling afterwards then propels you into the rest of your day and you're ready to tackle anything that's thrown at you.
1: Absolutely. You're, you're spot on, uh, helps me get my day started, uh, off the right way. Uh, I'm not just, you know, just crawling into my day, kind of hit the ground running and, uh, what I try to do is uh, get as you know, much done as early as possible. And uh, that's been something that has helped me throughout my career.
0: All right. You're, you mentioned Kentucky. I know you're a, maybe the biggest Kentucky basketball fan. I know. Um, who is the greatest Kentucky basketball coach of all time? Let's settle this right <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> Man, it's uh, you know, with what's gone on recently, It makes it tough to be objective. Uh, Can't deny that, you know, the basketball program has not been meeting expectations here of late. Um, You know, for me, I would actually still say it's Rick Pitino right now. He came into a pretty tough situation and really got the program back to its winning ways. Uh, but I still, you know, I would say it's him right now, but uh, the debate is not over. I know a lot of people's giving Calipari a hard time and I haven't been uh, his biggest advocate lately, but uh, I, I know one thing winning cures a lot of things. So if he can uh, do some more winning and uh, meet or exceed some expectations, he still has a shot. And, uh, you know, obviously the other option is is Adolph Rupp I've read a lot about him uh obviously he is a good choice as well but for me right now it's Rick Patino. but uh the the book is still being written
0: I completely agree with all that entire assessment right there that's kind of how I would answer it as well um and uh yeah that that's good that's really great that's a that's a that's a really strong analysis of the history of Kentucky basketball coaches well done um best purchase in the last year for less than ten dollars I know you're a frugal frugal man best purchase in the last year for less than 10 bucks
1: uh actually uh was so aqua notes basically it's waterproof paper and a waterproof pencil that hangs in the shower because uh basically I would a lot of ideas would come to me when I was in the shower kind of years ago and Uh, me and Amanda, my wife, we were watching shark tank, uh, quite a bit and it was on shark tank. And, um, long story short, I was like, that's a terrific idea. And, uh, have bought several notepads since then. Uh, but yeah, I would say that's the first thing that comes to mind is the waterproof notepad called aqua notes. Uh, it was around $10, but with inflation, it may be a few dollars higher than that
0: these days. That's such a, that is an awesome answer. And, um, that's so, so smart. So smart to have something on hand for that time. Wait, 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 wait. Cool. I'm going to have to look into those, um, favorite, meal, highly recommend you know, it. uh, favorite meal, you know, I'm a, a food nutrition person. Do you have a favorite, like this is your, this is your last supper. This is the, your go-to meal, um, when you want to feel good.
1: Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say this is going to be a very nutritious option, but it's definitely uh, my favorite meal. And it's a uh, steak, baked, a ribeye steak, baked potato and salad. And that was my favorite meal as a kid that my mom used to make. And uh, it remains
0: my favorite meal to this day. That's a, that's, I'm tough to argue with that meal right there. Um, favorite quote? You know I love quotes. I know you love quotes. Do you have a, a favorite quote or a go-to one right now?
1: Yeah, I definitely love quotes. Uh, so I have a lot of a lot of favorite ones, but um, I guess the one that comes to me first would be a quote that uh, goes like this: uh, "It's supposed to be hard. If it were easy, everyone would do it." Yeah. Uh, it's a famous uh, comes from a famous movie uh, and I know you are a movie buff so let me ask you do you know what movie that
0: is from and, and what actor said it no I don't know I mean I've heard that quote before and I, I love it and I say the same thing to myself a lot you know if I'm doing something I go this is it's if it was supposed to be if it was easy everybody would be doing this right now Well I feel like it's Tom Cruise or something maybe but what 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 is it
1: well, close with the word Tom. It was Tom Hanks in A League of Their Own.
0: Oh, nice, nice. That's a great trivia question. Very good, very mm-hmm. good. um You mentioned the gym, going to the gym, or in life, do you have a do you have a crush the day song song that comes on and makes you feel good? Yeah, I have a few. Uh, I would say,
1: so Jack Harlow, his, his entire most recent album. Uh, titled, I believe, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Uh, that, that entire album is full of inspiration. So at times I'll just play the whole, the whole album. I don't listen to as much music as I, as I used to, but at the gym, I certainly uh, am always listening to it. Uh, so that entire album, um, if I had to say one song off of it, I would say the song that's titled I Got a Shot. Uh, But, you know, Jack Harlow, I mean, he's from he's from my home state, Kentucky, uh, and he's proud of it. You can tell in his music he
0: talks about it a lot. So,
1: you know, his album and and that song in particular, I got a
0: shot, you know, immediately comes to mind. Add it to my running playlist right now. Awesome. Awesome. Recommendation. Um, Brad, last thing, if someone wants to enlist your services, uh, can they do that? How do they do that?
1: Yeah, uh, we work with a lot of different individuals. I mean obviously we're not at the right fit for everyone, but if someone is you know interested in finding out if we are a good fit and learning more about you know uh, how we help people, uh, they could email me uh, at uh, b at uh, or they could send me a message on LinkedIn. Uh, those are a couple popular ways to uh, get a hold of me. Awesome.
0: Well, we'll link to that and all these good recommendations you shared with folks in the show notes. Uh, Brad, thanks so much for doing this. This was was a, a blast. Thank you. Absolutely. Glad to do it. Thanks for having me. As I mentioned, I work for Elevation Health and we've been in business for 27 years creating customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. That's right, folks. 27 years. And in our 27 years, we've seen it all. So whatever your needs might be, we got you covered. From fitness management and online training to on-site classes and integrated technology, we help small and large groups alike get healthy and stay engaged. I encourage you to learn more about us at contactelevation.com and to follow us on social media at elevation.health.